0: Hi, did you know that 90% of drownings take place in a swimming pool, bathtubs, and rivers? Yeah, I did not know that that was true, but it definitely is. So hopefully I won't drown in my bathtub tonight, but if I do, I guess it'll be 91%. So that would suck. So yeah, welcome to this week's episode of Nevermind a Broadcast. And I'm your host, Izzy Smutt. So this week, I'm going to take a different direction. Because usually I I have punk songs and and punk rockers talking. But I don't want to do something that is standardized. I I wanted to go in a different direction this week's episode. Because I like talking to interesting people as well. I like having conversation, getting to know other people as well. So I've talked to Sean and his project called Orkumentary and basically he does his music himself and it's basically what Orkumentary is is for people who wish bad guys won in the Lord of the Rings so I was like fuck yeah this guy sounds interesting it may not be punk music but it's still awesome it reminds me of a movie soundtrack so I was like you know what I'm gonna hit this guy up and we're gonna talk and he hit me up and I was like you know what I'm gonna let's talk because I'm down to talk to people who are interesting so this first song is called when there's a whip there's a way Deux hommes was when there's a whip there's a way and this next song is called the time of the orc has come so this is coming out of the ep that's coming out august 25th um which is why i wanted to release this episode to celebrate that and his songs are getting tons of plays on spotify it's it reminds me of a movie soundtrack like this guy is talented he writes everything himself i'm like yes this that that takes so much courage and balls to do because a lot of people rely on others so that's what i wanted to instill in this episode is to feel free to write write your own damn music and release it stop relying on others to wait or, or wait around and sit in your songs forever fuck that if you have music release it all right so after this song um i'm gonna play the interview so this is the time of the orchestra. so now upcoming next is sean from orcumentary
1: me a foamy
2: So, my name is Sean Orc Adams, uh, not my birth name, but, you know. Uh, so, I am a, a songwriter, vocalist, keyboardist. Orcumentary is my solo project, which it has uh, fantasy-themed lyrics, you know, kind of centered around orcs, like in Lord of the Rings and stuff.
3: Researching it, too. You've been around, you've been doing this for, since 2006.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's, I've been doing this for a while, yeah.
3: That's that's. I think I'm I'm not sure if I may have seen you. Did you remember the venue, South Street Stage in Waterbury?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I've definitely played a few shows there. I remember that. That was back I in. Totally I think that was like 2008 or 2009. Oh, you know what? Actually, I think I even played some shows in there in like 2010 and stuff.
3: Yeah, and I think I've seen a couple of your shows, and you were always killing it. I I mean not like your voice. I mean, I, I can't even, I, like, it's cool. Like, I, I can't even, like, I, like no one else can do your awesome, like, you know, the ground, the deepness of it. It's so awesome.
2: Thanks. It's weird. Cause when I started Orcumentary, so that was, Orcumentary was really the, my, me really just writing music on my own for the first time. You know, I didn't really have any ambitions. I didn't have any like musical inspirations. I wasn't like, Oh, you know, I love this band. I want to kind of sound like them. Uh, it really was that I was just a nerdy kid who liked Lord of the Rings. And at, up to that point, I had taken piano lessons for like 10 or 11 years. And I wanted to just try to do something different. And, you know, I wrote a couple songs and I thought they were, you know, decent. And then I was thinking, oh, you know, maybe this, this can be something. So, you know, I didn't take it seriously at all at first. You know, the first maybe like the first, like, I don't know, first year, first year and a half. You know, I was making songs and stuff, but I didn't play a show until I think maybe 2008. So, oh, and the uh, the voice. So the voice, you know, because so with um, it's not like me, like as myself, you know, performing. It's like I'm in character. Like all of these songs are from the perspective of character Orc Adams that I created. And, you know, the voice is in a rasp and everything. So, yeah, I mean, so that's really where it came out of. Like, you know, it wasn't like I heard some vocalist that made me want to do that. It's just something that kind of evolved from that.
3: You know, but listening to your songs, you have, like, you're so, I love love how you're so different than everybody else because everybody else, you know, has, like, and like you said, you you don't want to sound like anybody else. You want to do your own thing. And, and your piano playing is just amazing and it's just and the songs too like they're it's just musically it's like awesome because like it's not it's unlike anything i've ever heard before and it's and it's and it kind of brings you on a journey you're like you feel like you're one of the orcs you know just traveling <laughs> like just getting through just getting through the
2: day <laughs> yeah well part of that part of that definitely has to do with my classical background i guess you could say i mean even um in my prime, for lack of a better term, like, like I took piano lessons from age seven to age 18. And you know, I was no virtuoso. But I mean, I used to be able to play really well. I've lost a fair amount of that talent, because, you know, really focusing on songwriting and stuff. I just enjoy that so much more. I guess maybe because of my unconventional background, like, like, I'm not going to pretend like, oh, I'm I'm like so incredibly unique. Nobody sounds like me. You know, I think it's, but, you know, it's, yeah, I think maybe my, my unconventional background, like I wasn't really drawing any inspiration from any particular artist. Like, like kind of like right at the beginning of documentaries when I first really got into metal. But that wasn't really even an influence in the, like the very beginning. And I don't know, I think... I think as I got into to metal more and just getting into music a lot more, you know, as you listen to a lot of music, I guess you, you notice a lot of cliches in songwriting and all that sort of stuff. And so I tried to think of, of kind of different ways to do things, different ways to write songs, write melodies. So, you know, like when I when I approach a song, I always have in the back of my head, like, you know, what can I do differently on this song that I've never done before? And, you know, it can be something... But you know, like like having that kind of mindset rather than just kind of like, okay, you know, I have these boxes I have to check to create a song. You know, I think that that might make a bit of a difference.
3: Absolutely. Um, do you have a a favorite song that you you've written and and played out at shows?
2: A uh, favorite song that I've written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't played too many shows during and after the pandemic, but yeah, I used to play a lot. Uh, I used to play a lot more than I have. But um, hopefully, with the release of the next EP. Um, I'm planning on playing a lot more shows. In terms of uh, orcumentary songs, it's it's hard to say. Um, there's just you know I, I like every song for different reasons, and you know some of them work in a live setting. Some maybe aren't as fun to play live, but I have really been enjoying playing uh, the time of the orc has come. So <laughs> the way that that the way that that song, you know, I mean you might have heard it. You know, it's very like kind of bombastic and almost has like this marching sort of tone and usually when I perform, I'm behind a keyboard. And with this song, what I've been doing lately is I've been stepping out from behind the keyboard, like closing the set with this song and engaging with the crowd a bit more while doing the vocals. And, you know, that was... There haven't actually been a whole lot of brand new orchestral songs since 2015. A lot of the songs that I've done are re-recordings, like I'm fully okay. orchestrated there. So the time of the orchestra come is one of only like two brand-new songs that I've written in that time. The second song is on the EP that's coming out. But, yeah, I think I think of what I play with Orcumentary. The Time of the Orc has Come is probably my favorite.
3: Awesome. And uh, when is that coming out, just to let everybody know, or if it's already out?
2: Uh, so it's not out yet. Currently, the release date is August 25th. I may have to push it out to September 1st, which would just be a week later. So I would say August 25th for now. But, you know, we'll see how things go. That's what I'm shooting for right and, now.
3: And are you doing a record or CD or tapes or just digital?
2: So it'll be, it'll be digital, of course, um, but it will be on CD as well. So the, the CD version is going to have a couple bonus tracks on it. Usually what I like to do when I make physical copies of any, at least documentary music, is I like to have something additional on the CD version. So the EP is going to have five songs. It's going to have a brand new song. Called Orcumentary, so the EP is actually self-titled, and it's going to have three re-recorded songs from the old days: "Blood," the Orc Belated Birthday Song. Those two are online right now. You can listen to those, and "Fit of Frenzied Rage." Those are all from my 2010 album. So if you if you saw me at South Street Stage, you might even recognize a couple of those songs because they're they're very old. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I probably will. I got to listen to him again. He's like, Oh my God, I remember those days.
2: (laughs) It's just crazy to think how much time has passed, you know, and that it's not even just like, it's not even just like, like as, as a musician, how much I've changed, but I mean, even like production value, you know, like, you know, I've released a few albums before. Um, Like if you look on Spotify right now, you'll just see fully orchestrated and the two new singles and, you know, a couple other songs, but the, I've released a few albums before that, and the, you know, I love those songs, you know, I'm really proud of those songs, but the production quality is, is very rough, and I think that that has put some people off in the past, you know, because you want to hear something with good production quality, you know?
3: Yeah, and, and then when I listened to your songs, I was like, damn, I'm like, I, I feel like, I'm, it, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a whole experience. It's It's epic. It's just like, you feel the experience. It's kind of like, it, it kind of reminds you of like a movie soundtrack in a way, but it's like it's kind of cool. Like it, it would fit in the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, which I love.
2: So fully orchestrated is more of a outlier rather than I guess what my usual sound is. So that obviously that album is like all symphonic instruments. You know that was an idea I've had. You know, twelve or thirteen years ago, I, I had the pun in my head fully orchestrated. You know, with like an orchestra, and I never thought to use it you know it just kind of sat there in the back of my head this idea for symphonic album you know writing and recording and arranging those songs that's what got me through the pandemic you know just you know i learned a lot about you know because i recorded everything in my home studio except for vocals um so that was kind of the idea you're talking about like film soundtrack and you know kind of bringing you on a journey and and all that kind of stuff you know i i definitely definitely am a big fan of of um soundtrack music myself and that's kind of what I was going for, is something that, you know, you have like these grunt kind of vocals and somehow it works when matched up with uh, with symphonic music.
3: It really does. And, and would you do like, uh, have you done videos or, or anything or haven't anything released in that regard, like a music video?
2: Yeah, so I, have, I haven't I have done too many music videos. I have, um, for an older song, I have a song I released back in 2013 called Goblin Death March. Um, that was like that was a, a heavier song but with the rough production quality but there's there's a cool music video that uh it's kind of kind of plays out like a super nintendo game like you know like you're you know this orc like killing goblins and stuff and it's got the 8 bit or 16 bit graphics and you know like having that sort of orc imagery is really um you know I think it's really important but I do have um you know I've had like you know lyric videos and stuff made but um <clears throat> I did a cover of this somewhat obscure song from, so like one of the the Lord of the Rings movies in like the 70s and the 80s, there they were animated versions, you know, like cartoons and stuff. And there was a song that the orcs sang in one of those called Where There's a Whip, There's a Way. And it was, I think I was trying to just have enough songs to fill up an album. Like fully orchestrated is kind of short, but, you know, I was trying to think of like what else to do because I had like six of my own songs that I rearranged to be symphonic. I had the new song, the time of the Has come. And then where there's a whip was, was kind of a last minute thing. And, you know, I, I really like the arrangement. I think that I, you know, I made it my own. I made it more, uh, more interesting, I guess, you know, kind of playing with the arrangement a little bit. Surprisingly, it's really taken off. Like I never would have expected this, but like on Spotify, I've gotten 36,000 plays, there is a where there's a whip there's a way music video that's got like fifteen thousand plays. You know I've got, uh, you know I've got way more monthly Spotify listeners than, you know a lot of other uh, bands in in the New England scene. So, you know I suppose that's something.
3: That's that's definitely huge. I mean a lot, you know a lot of people found the song and loved it, and I I loved it myself. So I mean this re- that's great. Uh, have you so th- let's let me ask this random question. How many orcs does it take to kill a goblin?
2: Probably half an orc, I would say.
3: Nice. <laughs> but where can we, yeah. where can people find your so besides Spotify, where can people buy your music and and check you out? And so right
2: now, um I only have one live appearance scheduled. That's going to be Saturday, September second at the Keene Music Festival in Keene, New Hampshire. Um, I'm working on another Connecticut date, or I'm working on a Connecticut date for September. So I would say, um, you know, if anyone keeps an eye on my uh, socials, I'll definitely announce it there. In terms of where to consume the music, you know, it's on all the usual digital platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, what have you. I do have music and merch on my Bandcamp page, and I also have more of a a, um, a personal merch website where I have, you know, CDs and shirts and, you know, winter hats and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's Orchimentary.BigCartel.com.
3: Cool. And and is there anything else you want to promote while I have you on here? Because it, it was great talking to you because I learned so much about, you know, like your music and, you know, because, like, I usually put on um, punk bands, but, it, but it's good to get, you know, metal bands as well. I mean, it, a lot of people like to create a separation, and I'm like, why? But You know, like, So it's good to to talk to you and anything you want to promote.
2: So I would just say thanks for having me on your show. You know, thanks to uh, everyone who's listening. And I would say stay tuned. uh, You know, April, no, August 25th, Orcumentary is going to be releasing a new self-titled EP. Keep track of all the socials and all that kind of stuff. And I'll be, you know, we'll be posting more more tunes and all that kind of stuff soon.
3: This will be the episode. And uh, thank you again.
2: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me.